Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, February 18th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at WeFund.app. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we have part one of the two-part IBC Gang Lounge. Let's take a listen. Sup, uh, Christic? Hope I said that right. <laughs> What's up, Sisla? How are you, my friend? Yo, Tricky, what's up? Graham, how you doing, bud? Good, man. Do you mind if we talk a little bit about taxes? It's my first uh, year in crypto, and uh, I was trying to use Coinly for a bunch of stuff, but they don't support the Atom ecosystem. Hell yeah, dude. We can definitely get, get down on that, and I'm sure there's going to be some people in the in the crowd that have some some feedback and some help with that. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll wait to talk about that, but yeah, just yeah. something to think about. I, I don't know if I've missed that in a space before, but that'd be a lot of help. I think that, like, uh, so Cosmos Haas... He's, he's shared with us like one of the best sites to do it. So I'll make sure that we find out the site um, as we get going. Um, and then that way too, when we get to that, we can make sure to have that for reference and start sharing with everybody. Um, we first, we're going to start off the group uh, with uh, somebody who came into our space earlier this week from a handshake. He's, he got some projects that he's starting and, you know, usually we you know we're on here, you know, hanging or, you know, talking about some of the bigger projects. And I thought it'd be cool to kind of give the platform to somebody who's, you know, kind of doing something on their own. And then also just a project that maybe other people haven't heard about yet. Um, so we'll definitely get into uh, taxes after we go through that, though, for sure. Perfect, man. Thank you. Yeah, of course. How you doing, though, Graham? Everything good? Oh, yeah, man. Living the dream right now. What about you? Same, same. It's Friday. Get the weekend starting. We got all these spaces popping up this weekend now. So I'm ready for the next, my next job now. <laughs> What's up, Crypto Muse? What's up? What's up? I like Water Spanner Sepoid. Hopefully I said your name right. I tried. <laughs> what up? What's going on, Clay? Just ready for the weekend. I feel you. 
We're about there. Now it's time for the spaces. <laughs> yeah. No, I was definitely looking forward to it and just talking about whatever. What yeah. are we? Uh, what is um, the theme for today? Uh, dude, just IBC game lounge. You know, we're just gonna talk about whatever. Uh, the guy Dave Lopa was gonna come on and talk about his project. We'll uh, wait for him to show up. So Graham, actually, if you want to come up now and then kind of ask your questions, and then if we can get the conversation started about that, and then you know, just get the IBC game lounge going, and then get back into uh, you know Dave Dave later. Did you say he was going to talk about taxes? Uh, Graham wants to talk about taxes a little bit just because he's been trying oh, okay, and stuff and he hasn't had any success. Um, so I'm pretty sure that there's, you know, a lot of people that are in that same boat. So definitely something yeah. to talk about. I know Cosmos Hoss. I, I, I remember you were talking to, you're like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so have you, do you remember the website that Hoss shared or do you know any websites that, uh, Oh, I think it was stake.tax, right? I think that's the one. Graham, have you, uh, tried that one out before? I haven't. I just, uh, kind of start to sit down because i gotta figure out if i am paying taxes like which bracket i'm in trying to lower it and whatnot so stake.tax is the website. yeah stake.tax is for like all of the all of the ibc chains especially uh osmosis it can even show you your um your epoch rewards so it sounded pretty good and i haven't done my taxes yet but i'm definitely going to be looking into that one yeah i remember Haas was saying that that one just has all cosmos coins and they like slowly integrate coins as they come out and i think yeah. they're even about to integrate huawa <laughs> yeah i don't i was about to say i don't think they have huawa yet which is a shame but yeah i think they are about to to implement it pretty soon all right so we've uh we've got our guests arrive how are we doing and yeah, so, yeah. For correct, is it Dave Lopa? A developer. De- a developer. Yeah, developer. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, it's one or two. I'll just, I'll just make sure. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. I just hopped, hopped from the HNS talk. I was speaking with Handshake. Oh, we had a talk to nice. Awesome. You continue, but I'm hopping here. I still need to do some some preparations here. So if you had something you were talking, just go ahead. Hi, love. Just hi, everyone. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, well, we got we got a little little talk going that we can go with until you're ready, and then just uh, pop in and let us know whenever you're ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think there's a few other people coming from the community too. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Perfect. When they get here, just tell them to request, and we'll let them on up. Yeah. I. Uh... That's stake.tax. I just threw it in the Twitter search bar and it comes up with Coinly replying and you can do everything through them. Export your CSV to Coinly if you use Coinly like I am. And then uh, and then it does it all through that, which is awesome. Nice. So yeah, I think, I think somebody had suggested like whenever you get the, like whenever it generates the transactions, just kind of like go through them to see if they're legit. Like, because it still could have some things off, but um, for the most part, it should be pretty right, you know? Yeah, I was reading into, and some people said with um, Terra on the IBC, they, they were grow, like extremely over uh, representing what they had in capital gains. So yeah, I'll definitely just go through transactions and make sure everything lines up. If uh, anybody tweets it, we can pin it up here in the space just uh, for reference for everybody too. I don't know if you have a tweet yet, Graham. That's awesome that we have that resource because I was really like dreading doing my taxes, like having to go through all that stuff. So that's really awesome that there's something that can just aggregate it, put it all in one. 
Yeah, I just, I just tagged you tricky in the tweet, and then uh, yeah, I think using I'm, I'm, there's sure probably a bunch of different uh, aggregators, but with stake.tax it seems like it just creates a CSV that you can export to whichever website or whatever you want to use which is pretty standard from what I was doing today like uh, with crypto.com it I'll do that too man it's probably going to be the the funnest part is just going through the airdrops and figuring out how you're going to claim those <laughs> and if you have to claim them yet if you haven't moved them and how you got them it's going to be a definite need for some crypto tax ex- experts here coming up. I know I would pay one just to, if I knew that they like knew what they were doing and stuff like that. But it's kind of hard to know, like, the, does this person actually know what they're doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's my only issue with that one. It's kind of like how everybody on YouTube's an expert these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's for sure. It's just cool that when there's, you know, automated, automated systems, you know, like Coinly and stake.tax that just do it all for you. You know, even if right now it's not all clean and the best, it still makes your job and your life so much easier. Yeah. Well, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm going to have to do that, like, probably coming up here soon. Yeah. So I'm right there with you, Graham. <laughs> Hello to the uh, new people that have joined the room. Hope you guys are having a good night so far. We uh, are waiting for developer to uh, get some things together and some of their team members to show up and then we're going to get started on the, uh, the handshake handshake info for you guys. But uh, until then, we're just kind of IBC gang lounge, hanging out, talking. So if anybody has any Do questions it. or anything until we, oh, hey, developer. Go ahead, go ahead. You can ask. If people have questions, I mean, I was going to say that we can we can start like to talk about that. But if people have questions, yeah, cool. So say, uh, if you're ready to start, you know, maybe you can just start with giving a little background about yourself and then kind of what you're working on and what Handshake is. Yeah. Okay. So, um, developer or Dave developer, uh, and yeah, what's Handshake for starters? Uh, I don't know. Is there like, uh, can I get like hands? Like, is there people who know, already know something about Handshake getting account? Uh, let's just like assume that there's maybe some people in the crowd that have kind of really no idea what handshake is and you know what's like yeah. the basic explanation of before we kind of get into some of the finer details okay so handshake is uh, building the root zone uh, decentralized way so going past all the authorities that are now there ICA and NDR and all those just making making the root zone decentralized that's like the main main focus main call awesome so so then if you could give me a little more um like explanation so like who is going to be the person that wants to use handshake you know when you get when it's fully live and running who are going to be like it's it's main target audience and it's main users okay so maybe i um maybe i'll tell you what because i have i have bought uh domains and maybe i explain my ideas and my my plans you get there you can get the idea from there. So um, I'm gonna launch. Uh, I'm gonna launch a uh, project called Decentrum. That's a domain, and under that, uh, it's going to be uh, like a crossroads for on the internet in general. Um, I also have like Dcom and Dnet. Uh, which are top level domains like .com and .net. Another thing is that 
when you get like your name .com, you own it. No one can take it down. No one can take it from you. It's your keys. It's your domain. Um, that's that's for key gone, yeah. Uh, no, no. I was gonna like if you have some questions, like it's easier maybe because there's so yeah. much things. Is there like is it like a domain domain name for a website or for a wallet? Like no, both. Oh, yeah, okay. It, it, yeah, uh, you can send like you can send uh, Bitcoin straight there, and you can like have it like take. Yeah, you can send money. So it works like ENS names, and yeah. it works like a normal domain. So basically, you could have a. Uh, okay, now we have like uh, Instagrams and all these social platforms. Forms. You yeah. you could have your own, base basically your own social site, your your every, every credentials and everything you can hold it there. It's it's like a kind of like a Google account, you know, when you you use the, use your Google account to log different places. I see. So like, like it would be my page, and like people that want to interact with my socials would go there. Or like, no, that's just one. Yeah, that's just one use case. Yeah, so it sounds like this could be like a really cool, just like decentralized hosting service for anything. Anything that needs to be hosted on the web, correct? Yes, anything. Like, for example, now is good time. We know what's happening in Canada, and like DeFi protocols and are like in danger, and. uh like servers are taken down and whatever, but this could like prevent those things. But if you want to have a safe uh, site that's that's censorship resistant and uh, that's under your control, then yeah, you want to have a handshake. Totally, that's awesome. So, <clears throat> for example, like those who don't know what's going on in Canada in that situation, like one of the things that happened was there was a GoFundMe that was kind of raised for some funds to go to a certain group of people, um, but the government was able to kind of step in and stop that and not allow that to happen. So basically, what this would do is kind of give like a domain and a hosting service that's out of the reach of government entities and any central entity that's trying to sway influence over it. So people could really have, it's kind of like, you know, bringing the dark web into some of the parts of the dark web into the, the standard web, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay. So that sounds kind of interesting. I think it's, you know, it's definitely something that we need that, you know, and people are really looking out for that kind of idea, especially when not only we have, you know, just like Amazon web service and things like that when they're, when they're, when we're hosted on there and that's our main go-to and it goes down, you know, we're out of luck. Um, but also too, just being able to have things hosted where you, you know, nobody can come and censor you like censorship resistance is one of the most important things in crypto. And one of the things that, you know, stays true in every project. Um, so I think that's kind of where, you know, your, your project comes in mind and comes in handy with, with this uh, ecosystem and our user base. Yeah. And uh, like you can, you can uh, trans trans, what is it? Like move the domains from handshake domain, uh, handshake blockchain to whatever blockchain, your blockchain, where your community is, you can, have your domain live there. What's the timeline on the project? Like, where are you at in it right now? Are you able to go to one of those sites, or um, still building that project or that service? Uh, yeah, you can you can visit sites, but now uh, the thing is that your normal browser won't be able to resolve you. It it won't be, it's not able to show your results um, on its own. 
uh, there's few ways. Uh, I, I'm personally using uh, a program called uh, Fingertip. It's a single-time download and one-time run, and then my, uh, for example, my brow, uh, Brave browser, uh, I can use it, use it normally. So, for example, I have a domain developer slash. So if I type developer slash, now, now it's uh, not up, up and running, but if it's up and running, I can type developer slash and it goes right there. Uh, okay. Is it like a, is it a Tor network or is it different than Tor? It's different. It, like there's something same, but yeah, no, uh, okay. no, no pro proxies. Yeah. Uh, you can visit the sites now uh, with the proxies. For example, that developer, there's, there's names. I can like uh, find you some names. You can go check it. Um, but now handshake domains, for example, the developer, you can add .hns.to. That's a proxy that resolves. Your normal browser uh, resolves it. Does it make sense? Yeah. So I just uh, put one of the uh, tweet up, you know, from the... Uh, Twitter account that looks like it's uh, from your team and you guys have a little uh, like town hall coming up. So if anybody has is interested in uh, learning a little bit more, uh, make sure you head over there and kind of, you know, set your reminder for that. Um, so develop that. When do you think we see this kind of gaining traction and getting more popular? Because um, it's definitely something that has value and people would love to use. Um, but what do you think is going to be the driving factor that gets this out to people? Uh, usage and awareness like that. The focus is now uh, Opera browser is just uh, announced that they are working on uh, handshakes that Opera browser will resolve handshakes. So there's going to be a, a large amount of people that are going to get like exposure or easier exposure. And the, the phase is now to how I see it is to gain traction game like get awareness like i'm talking to you because i was uh curious to know can i can i move a domain on cosmos like i'm, I'm trying to do it now like then there's lots of people who are dying, trying to do these things now because yeah it's it's happening now you're trying to move your project on the cosmos you mean or uh, yeah yeah one one at least oh there, there has been uh, some talking about it uh, I'm I'm personally interested in Cosmos chain because all like the Cosmos ecosystem. Hell yeah, we all love Cosmos here, so you're in the right place for that. Like, I think Cosmos is the the best, like the smoothest working blockchain out there with any uh, of them made by uh, Tendermint consensus, you know, or SDK. Yeah, by far. So I, I think they're amazing. Um, I was going to ask you a question about the project on uh, the on the domain names, but I forgot. Does anyone else have any questions that they want to ask while I think about mine? Yeah, if anybody has questions, just uh, request to speak. Request your mic. We'll let you guys up here and ask any questions. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that uh, Dave came on our space uh, this week, Wednesday, came on the stage and was able to talk, and he just wanted to let I mean, hopefully I'm not now, you know, saying too much, Dave, but he said that everybody uh, made him feel really comfortable. He was a little nervous at first to kind of get up and talk, but, you know, that's another good thing about the Cosmos communities. We're so welcoming and accepting and, you know, we like to listen to people and help people out. So he was really excited to be able to come in here and learn more about Cosmos, but also share what he's got going and in hopes of coming over to the Cosmos as well. 
I mean, I'm I'm already on Cosmos. Like I, I stake on Cosmos. Like all my DeFi is on Cosmos. Hell yeah! You know where the gains are at. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great that you said that you're going to be implementing your project with uh, Opera to where people don't have to download that third party thing to resolve the the um, the address, so that like people just you know are able to to type in the words and use it right there. And I think that makes a big difference on on your adoption rate. So I think that's a great idea that you did. Yeah, and one thing like uh, emoji emoji um, domains are possible now. Like Arabic language are, is possible now. Like a whole bunch of things that wasn't possible with like domains is possible now. That's awesome. I would love to just go to like an emoji face website. <laughs> that sounds really funny. We're in the future. We're building it. That's what's awesome about this is like anything you can imagine almost you can build. You know, obviously you have to have some skills, you know, some with, you know, development and coding and all that to get, you know, a lot of this Web3 stuff done. But if you can, you know, imagine it up and get together a team like it's crazy the possibilities that you can make happen. You know, anybody can make, you know, their NFT project. Everybody can make, you know, their own blockchain project. You know, it's everybody can make their own dApp. Like it's it's nuts the world we're, we're headed towards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does someone have like questions or like, because there's uh, other people from, from Handshake community too. So they might be even, even like able to answer better than I am. So, like, if there's questions or anything, I would like to hear them. Yeah, please, guys, raise your hands. If there's anybody out there from the Handshake community that'd like to come on stage and, and say anything or share anything, feel free to request as well. Looks like we got a few that we'll bring up here. Let's give them a couple seconds to load in. What's up, Crypto Muse? What's up, Migs? What's going on? Been a while. <laughs> hey, man, how you been? How's the, how was the trip? How's it being back? How's, uh, how's life treating you? Life is good. Trip was good. Still feeling a little tired. My friend that was there, he visited me. Um, so I've been up since 5 a.m. Right now it's 9 o'clock for me. I've been up all day. But definitely want to just hop in here real quick, check out what's going on, catch up with the gang. Develop a question real quick. Um, I know that this uh, is this handshake resolves to, to Opera. When will this support Google Chrome? Uh, I don't know about Google Chrome. I have no idea on that. Oprah just uh announced that, but there's yeah, you can resolve it with the proxies. Or if if we get people to use, for example, the fingertip that I use, which is better. Um, but yeah, I don't know about Chrome. Only thing that has been announced is uh Oprah. Sounds good. Appreciate the answer. I'll do some more yeah, research to figure what... out. What's going on with that? Yeah. Me up. Um, can you guys hear me? Yep. You can you can use the Beacon browser right now. It's a mobile app for iOS that works really well. Uh, that resolves natively, and so does the Puma browser, which is another one. Um, Handshake's going to kind of keep working the way that Bitcoin does, and the more barriers there are to adoption, it kind of makes it a better time to get to know it. It's just a theory of mine. Um, but uh, the name-based website makes it really user-friendly. 
you guys want to get domains. I can also gift you guys some domains if you really want one, and you uh, DM me. I might, I might be personally interested in that. Um, could you also send the uh, the compatible browsers um, in like a tweet and get that, and we can get that shared in this group so that people know. Um, I think what you're mentioning about adoption is really important, and I'm not sure about the stats on people using Opera per se, but a lot of people use Chromium. Um, so that you know, as much support as you can get is like the best. But I mean, if there are apps that you use that you can use for that, mm-hmm. all the better. So here's the thing uh, that I would like to share. I'm a big Cosmos person as well. Osmosis is beautiful because it allows liquidity for any new project, right? If you can think it, you can build it. Someone said that a moment ago. That's not Handshake. Handshake was designed to not have, um, to not really have a central authority leading it any direction in any way, shape, or form. It tried to stay kind of true to the Bitcoin concept. So it can't get listed on a ton of exchanges and it can't just go buying browsers adoption because this isn't unstoppable domains. There's not a central company here <laughs> leading the way. Opera adopted it because I think they figured out sooner or later, this stuff is coming. We want to get ahead of it. And other browsers will do the same, but it will take time. Um, so the mainstream, like that is mainstream, but once we've hit that point, it'll be critical mass. Like this, this opera thing is actually pretty surprising, uh, but it happens quick. So if you like the speed at which Cosmos develops, Handshake is kind of the same. It's just domains. It's pretty wild. Like it seems simple, but it's not, it's a, it's a a lot, but yeah, I'll share those links for sure. I also have some videos on this that I talk about not to plug my channel, but I do, if you're interested. Definitely interested. Obviously, get get all that stuff shared. I mean, this is why we're here. We want we want to know what's going on here. We want the alpha. We want to be able to get ahead of stuff um, and know what's developing. So please feel free to share all of that stuff. Cool. And yeah, you guys oh, should also uh, follow Mike and uh, and sorry, I I, sh- I shouldn't be looking at my screen. I'm trying to drive, but uh, and Thomas, uh, those guys are great. Drive safe, friend. You're a little quiet, but uh, but we can hear you, Michael. Go ahead and speak up. All right. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just in China and uh, living on the edge. But yeah, um, thanks, developer, for, for uh, bringing some of us here and inviting me. Um, my name is Mike Michelini. Yeah, so I'm just a Galsa community member in Handshake. Also, pretty deep into Cosmos, um, involved with the Sentinel Foundation, involved with, uh, you know, Kosh, we, we, uh, different things. Actually, there are a lot of Cosmos and uh, Handshake relationships already. I mean, we, we all... A lot of people in Handshake like Cosmos, reuse Cosmos, or invest in Cosmos chains. And, they're, um, you know, one idea is to try to bridge the TLDs of Handshake. Because Handshake is a TL, it's, it's the domain, domain extension. It's not meant to be the SLD or the actual, like, registrar, like uh, ENS domains. So uh, other DAOs could be established, uh, or this could, you know, it's, um, there's a lot of collaboration. It's meant to be a, uh, a root zone for TLDs where, and then a lot of people are bridging to other blockchains. So there's, um, you know, the big difference is handshake is proof of work, you know, more like Bitcoin. So there's no staking, there's no governance. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit different, you know, but that's just one thing I want to bring up. So some of these Cosmos chains like Sentinel has dot Sentinel on handshake at the foundation level. I don't think they're using it, but the idea is we want to try to bridge more uh, over and we could share about how that could work, but um, it's pretty exciting to me. That's awesome. So Sentinel's already kind of uh, seeing the future roadmap and heading that way already. We do more, but I mean, they at least got their name. And then other people, even on this call and in the handshake community, try to gift the TLD to the right end user, not just, not just squatting on them and trying to sell them, you know, but 
if there's um I think Dot Akash was gifted by Handshake Jesus to uh, Greg Asuri last year. Um, so you know, you could it, the idea is if we can move it maybe to the Akash blockchain through a through a bridge, you can then make wallet addresses like um, you know Tricky Dot Akash, and it could be as I saw I listened earlier. It could be a domain. It's basically like ENS domains essentially. Of course, there's got to be integrations built on that uh, on that uh, chain. But you could then uh, use it as a wallet address, use it as a domain name, use it as, uh, you know, for airdrops, easy, easy, you know, way to transfer coins to each other on that chain, things like that. So basically anything you would do on the web, you can use this for. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a, one of the creators of it is JJ. And he, uh, he says it's like a soft work of the internet. You know, I, we, there are some, a little bit of collisions, you know, collisions meaning there's the same uh, dot. Music on Handshake and Dot Music, I think, is ICANN or traditional domains. But the creators of Handshake uh, blockchain tried their best to not have overlap. But the idea is to extend the internet and uh, allow these to be censorship resistant domain extensions that um, you know are truly owned, just like Bitcoin is owned on your, you know, on your wallet, um, uh, your own keys, except for a domain extension, and then you use that to make a business like selling SLDs like .eth does and ENS domains or, you know, making it a DAO, making it um, for wallets, making domains, uh, et cetera. But yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, that's, the, that's the vision of it. That's exciting. Um, is there anybody out there in the crowd that has any questions that wants to come up and ask uh, from these guys from Handshake? Got some big brains up here. Good time to come ask some questions. Um, I just uh, tweeted and pinned a tweet, there's uh, two links. There's the Beacon browser link, and then there's the Thinkative link. Like, if you plan to use use or check and check domains anymore, I would get the uh, Thinkative. Nice. Hey, uh, Tricky, there, there's yeah. a question on Telegram. It says, how energy efficient is the POW handshake miners? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's still a small, rather small chain. There's ASIC. You need ASICs. Um, Goldshell is the main manufacturer of ASICs for Handshake. I, I think people maybe doing mining know about goldshell.com. Um, we wish there was more choices, but um, I'm not totally sure about the efficiency. And, but of course, there's some very hardcore Bitcoin people in Handshake that believe in proof of work over proof of stake and the security of the chain. Um, I don't want to get into proof of work versus proof of stake discussions, but I'm not totally sure the environmental, but it's, it's still a very small chain. Um, I'm not sure the hash rate there's maybe Thomas, Thomas is here. I think he's, he's really into, uh, aware of, he's very early in the mining of handshake. I'm not sure if he or somebody else could answer that better than me. I invited Thomas up, so we'll see if he can uh, come up here and give us some some insight yeah so it sounds like uh, right now it's like a, you know a smaller chain so you know the the impact is negligible uh, but it is a proof of work chain um, which you know comes with certain certain aspects yeah exactly um, and there's some pretty early you know contributors that are pretty adamant about it staying on proof of work um, so I don't think it would be something to change soon. It wouldn't be something to change ever because ICANN was allocated an airdrop of 
was it like 22 million HNS coins? So that would mean they would just control everything. So it will never be proof of a stake. Is it like a special miner that you need, or just do you just? Yeah, like... it was. It was um, Blake to be Shaw. It, it, it was so it's compatible with like ASICs, but it's a new algorithm, so you didn't have like just people with Bitcoin mining rigs just dominating. Um, that's why it kind of sucks. There's only I think one manufacturer of the miners. Okay. So it'd be great once like more come on board, but no, I'm not sure when that'll be. Where where do you see like the project in like six to nine months from now? Um, well, uh, my team's building a wallet for Handshake, um, and we hope to be done by quarter three this year. Um, sub subsequently after that, we'll release our name layer marketplace to buy SLDs. Um, but I really think adoption will come from utility. Um, there's some people out there doing email. Um, some ones out there doing like messaging. Um, I think those are the things people will come for um, versus like when, when you think of a traditional domain. And wallet address are, are, are like a huge thing. Um, so that's that'll be exciting once that's like implemented. Um, you know, I know developers are working on it now. Uh, one thing different than ENS though is they don't want it just to be like one address that anyone could go browse and like see what you've done it's gonna like generate a new new address every request so it's so it retains like a lot of privacy too so that'll be cool and it's also agnostic to whatever coins you send so like handshake coins will be first obviously but you could add a text record of any address from any chain so that's kind of cool i like the privacy feature for sure we got a hungry hippo how you doing Yo, what's up, everybody? Oh, I just had a really quick question. I'm like walking my dog, so I'm just trying to keep it short just in case like the car drives by or whatever. But uh, I saw something uh, like a post with, I don't know, something about Secret and you guys doing something. So I just wanted to know about that. That kind of excited me. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about it, unfortunately. <laughs> You know, okay. I want to. I want to see this. Tweet I saw. Too. I saw a post on it. I. I just saw. I think it was like Tor or something. He just put his like, you know, like that emoji, like, "Hey, be quiet about it." So I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like, I'm gonna ask about this later. You got me sneaky. Yeah, me too. Uh, no, not me. Not me. I'm not the guy. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull. I'll pull it up if I if I find it. I'm just. I was just curious if it if it is something that you guys are working on or if it's just like something that you guys just like were like, "Hey, we're at." We're in Denver together. Like, let's see if we can do something together. Well, I mean, it it can't be too far fetched because we are talking with you here. So I don't know. I mean, the I, interest is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw you. Yeah, you guys trying to like get IBC enabled or something like that too. Like I saw like some uh, GitHub repo or something. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. We just had a. Enter, come to the stage. Enter might have an answer for you, hungry, but either way, hello, Enter. How are you doing? Do you have anything you want to say or talk about or ask anybody? Just want to give you the stage. All right. Well, maybe not. Um, if anybody else has any questions, uh, now's the time to come up for question mic before we uh, thank the team for their time and let them uh, do what they do. Uh, but before we go, I would like to ask, do you guys have any alpha for the Handshake project that you guys can maybe share with the uh, the community here? 
Um, I'm gonna be gifting a name, a few names at least for 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 Cosmos. Um, I think I'm gonna announce it. Uh, not now, but a bit later. Um, and I'm I'm working on a register. Like a bunch of domains for for that reason, and um, I'm working for uh, 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 a a store. I'm trying to make, uh, build like use cases, like real life use cases. Have like physical uh, physical stuff shipped when you buy with crypto and stuff like that. simple simple stuff, but just building it. I think I remember you dropping a little secret in our little DMs, so I'll keep that under wraps too. With it. I know you got some exciting stuff. Uh, yeah, some some alpha for me is in about a month we're gonna have our second annual conference, Handshake Conference. It's actually a, on a Handshake domain, Handshake dot conference, conference TLD. Um, Greg Osuri from Akash will be there, and some of his team. I think uh, some Sentinel representation. Uh, you know, there's even open space for others here. I mean, of course, hopefully if, if you're involved, interested in using Handshake in your project, we, we, it's really meant to be like a developer community conference. So um, that's a three-day conference online, uh, totally free uh, to attend. And, you know, we're still trying to get this Brave browser, you know, that's been this ongoing saga for like over a year. Hopefully Opera, you know, we don't know when for Opera, but it seems like that's moving forward. Um, those are a couple of my things to drop. Yeah, definitely when it gets uh, implemented to Brave, I'll, I'll like that. I love Brave Browser. I use that for everything. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> I mean, you know, the good and the bad of the decentralized project is there's no central, like, foundation or uh, organization. So, But I believe there's been various discussions with Brave. Um, it's a very interesting conversation. because. They're centralized and we're decentralized. So it's just this interesting conversation. Yeah, that's awesome. Like you're doing a lot of work, so I'm uh, excited to see your uh, your project grow. Yes, yeah, well, it's not. It's not. No, the cool thing is, it's really just. It's not our. There's no one. It's nobody's project. It's like everybody's project, you know. And uh, we do feel like it's the future of uh, the internet, you know, like. Um, Obviously, mostly like Akash, a lot of DEXs are on Akash, right? Like Osmosis is on Akash. Um, a lot of other um, decentralized exchanges are on Akash. But I feel like why why isn't the domain on a, on a handshake or a decentralized domain? They're all still on traditional ICANN domains. I, just, I guess once those domains will get seized by governments, then maybe people will pay attention to the domain name. But for now, it seems like we mostly just focus on decentralized hosting. That's awesome. So I think we have one maybe parting question from the Telegram group uh, from somebody actually in the the crowd right now. Um, so maybe just the, like a wrap up for the for the group. Like, so what is Handshake trying to solve and do differently, and why? I I could try. Uh, <laughs> it's trying to be really yeah, simple. Ahead. It's actually it's meant to be really simple. It's I mean it's it's there's no staking. There's no you know it's purely a root zone for uh, TLDs on the internet. Um, you know, not even SLDs or domain names. It's purely meant to be a, a a root zone for the internet, and it's meant to be a soft work. Like we don't want to overlap with .com and .net and .zone. Um, that's purely what it's meant to be. The, a lot of core developers and contributors want to just keep it simple and and, and uh, straightforward. 
so that the uh, the ownership of domains goes to the the people. Just like Bitcoin is for money, this is meant to be like domains for the people. There's no fear of you know ICANN or GoDaddy seizing your domain name or governments. There's examples of that, right? So you you have true ownership of your name online. Awesome. I think that, that that's a great mission. And I think it's right in line with the crypto ethos. And I like how you guys aren't trying to just, you know, recreate the wheel. You're trying to still keep it easy and be in line with already what's there, and but just give true ownership to people. So thank you guys very much for your time. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, if you guys have any last parting words you'd like to share, go right ahead. I've uh, posted the uh, links that Dave shared with us for the two um, the browser that works for the beacon. So go ahead and check that out and make sure to give all the other speakers a follow so you can follow along with the project and see what they're up to. And, you know, if you ever have any questions when the time comes, you can shoot them a DM. Awesome. Thanks for welcoming our community. Of course, guys. Thanks for, uh, for coming here and, you know, being a part of the Cosmos community and being part of the IVC gang. Happy to have you. Thanks, yeah, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming, guys. And yeah, uh, just feel free. If you have anything, just DM or contact whatever we hear okay thanks appreciate you dave that's cool that's an interesting project you know like i think that's the the you know of what everybody's trying to do towards the future is give everybody true ownership and you know make people be able to make decisions on their own and not have to be controlled by a central entity so i think everybody here uh can agree with that we're all here in crypto for a reason besides the money the, you know? <laughs> the censorship resistant is going to be huge going forward yes you know i think like just with how everything is especially with the, like you know all the media stuff everything's going on like you know we need you know domains and you know web pages and everything just like you know how cost is trying to solve that that it starts so centralized and less points of failure and people can actually own you know what they want so just want to say uh, hello to all the new people that have uh, trickled into the room. Welcome to the IBC Gang Lounge. Hope everybody's having a good night. Uh, if you guys have anything you want to say, anything you want to come up and ask, feel free to request the mic. Does anybody know anything about Serbius and what they're like, where they came from, what they're doing? Like that new uh, three-headed dog meme coin on Cosmos that's coming out. Anybody know anything about that? Oh, man, where's the Osmonaut welder when we need them? That's uh, for Huawei stakers, right? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be uh, the main distribution is going to Huawei stakers, but also to Adam and Juno, I think. I could be wrong about Juno. But I know Adam and Huawei are getting a, a drop of that one, like 73 million or billion for Huawei stakers, so... If you're staking Wawa, you're going to get a fat amount of that probably. But um, yeah, I just didn't know what it does. Like, what are they trying to do? Like, it says it's a meme coin, but I don't know. What more is there to do besides be a meme? <laughs> yeah. Do we know how much Wawa or Juno is required for this? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I tried to like take a look at what was going on with that project, but. Yeah, not that many details from what I publicly saw. Graham's usually the one that's got the alpha on the, the airdrops that are hiding from us. We need them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we saw the white the white pupper. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. That was pretty cool. 
Yeah, I like that white pupper. <laughs> so it's going to be an auto compounder? Looks like it. I'm really interested to see how that plays out. Yeah. I think it's going to be like an auto compounder. And then, dude, honestly, CryptoMuse, I think it's it's in line with what we were one of the things, some of the things we're trying to do with NetaDAO. So they're going to have a treasury. Um, it's going to start with just Juno. And then the treasury is going to own Juno. And then you're going to be able to use your pause, which is like the token, uh, I think to like still use that Juno that the treasury owns to like stake and vote. And like, remember, like there was like a tweet where he talked about like dynamic governance and things like that. Um, so I think it's going to like implement things like that, where it's like <clears throat> you're the, the pause you own, you can, you, you have your claim to the treasury um, is also going to be involved like, in governance with all the liquid staking that's coming. Yeah. I find that fascinating. Um, I just love how much the ecosystem has developed and the cool things that we're going to see. Um, I'm interested to see the next um, rendition of the white pupper. Just as I am passively, now that I'm back from that trip, I'm going to work more on that uh, ideation stuff, pulling the things together that we've been, that, that's been talked about in the Dow channel uh, for Netto. Um, and then see like, you know, if there are things that are happening with the, with, with, with Pupmos, there's no reason not to to fork what they're doing or fork what's already working um, and reinvent the wheel, um, especially given you know the ambitious uh, scope the whole group in the NetaDAO um, envisioned for what we wanted. Um, I think it's just important uh, we all find an end goal, find an end vision that we can communicate to others that make other people interested in you know memetically feeling like they, they they want to be a part of it and want to participate just like in any other ecosystem or community. Yep. I mean, yeah, they'd be like be, just being able to like, you know, fork that code. I mean, that was one of the biggest things we're having. Like, dude, how do we find a developer? How do we trust the developer? How are we going to pay the developer? You know, but being able to have this, it's like, you know, we can trust Petmos. He's a good boy. Right. right. And, <laughs> you know, and then too, like, as we're getting closer to the burn date, you know, the formation of the actual Neta DAO is like becoming more of a reality and it's coming here. And, you know, it's just, it's just so exciting to see how many more people are contributing in the group now compared to, you know, like beginning of January, you know, December, like, you know, whenever around then. And it's just like, dude, it's, it's crazy. Like there's so many people that are wanting to contribute. And when you have people that are contributing their time and their energy and like becoming like truly a part of the community, that's when like, no matter what, you know, it's gonna, we're gonna find a way to succeed. I feel the exact same way. I've, I've I've been glad to see the the participation increase in that group, particularly. Um, I definitely think it's a dramatic difference from, like, from when I first got it, when I first joined the group in, uh, let's say, late December. Literally thinking the 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 launch date is gonna be January first, and I'm like, yo, we gotta get this thing figured out. We have no games to play here. Um, <laughs> And then once we got that breather, you know, having the time to figure it out, plan out a little bit, maybe get a couple um, ideations put together so we can all generally get on the same page, debates, disputes, all the kind of stuff to the to, to now where not only is 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 like you're mentioning tricky, like the participation is increasing, but in such a way that people are like looking to agree with ideas much more than they have in the past. I think like people are now at that stage where they're ready to like see this come to life. Um, and I'm excited. Um, I think 
I personally think the the most important thing, which I think we all generally agree on in that group, is just getting the the very base function of the DAO put in place so that we can vote on stuff, so that we're organized in some shape or fashion, that we have the infrastructure to discuss large-scale ideas like the ones ideated, like the ones people have been discussing. Um, because we have that in place. I mean, Discord literally is, creates a lot of Discord. It's a messy platform. It's fast in a lot of ways. And so ideas can easily get lost there. Um, and so if we have a place where we can like slowly digest what's going on, um, it works, it works better for everyone. You know, I think, I think about the, I, the, the great papers that I wrote and like what I wanted to do at first, instead of like releasing it as a PDF uh, privately was just launch it on a website on like Substack or something like that. Thing is, I didn't want it being so public to everyone, so accessible because I wanted the people in the group to benefit from having access to that first. Um, but I'm thinking personally about putting it out there like that so people have easier access to it and allow that a space to allow that to have a space to develop on its own, access a wider audience, get more critiques. And at the same time, when it comes time to bring it to the DAO formally, it's ready. You don't have to we don't have to guess anymore. We can get started with whatever the whatever the base layer stuff we want to do is. Um so I'm excited about all this. Um I love seeing and I love seeing the other developments in the ecosystem reflect what we've been saying we wanted to do in the netted out in particular. So it's a fantastic time to be in the cosmos. Yes, sir. Maybe that's our use case right there. Coming up with the good ideas that other projects needed, you know? <laughs> hey, we have we have we have the brain power in the group. <laughs> Man, as long as the community's growing, I guess we're doing our, our job, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I mean everyone's contributing, you know, the people that, that worked hard on the NFTs, the the Devotio Club, all the way Dude, through, those NFTs the are so sick, dude. Sorry to cut you off, man, but yeah, they're so no, sick. You know, it is sick. I, I love what I'm seeing from that. You know, Tricky's part of the group that's been, you know, talking and, you know, spearheading people into getting that organized. So shout outs to him. I've most I've I've been mostly just vocal on getting the DAO set up for everyone, but hey, it it takes a whole team. Yeah, whole like team. I, takes I wanna a like thank you so much, Tricky. Like you you have been doing a lot of work when it comes to Netta and also the, those NFTs, man. Like uh, shout out to you for sure, dude. Um, like I, I kind of wanted like find a way to to give that artist like some kind of value back to them because they're they're giving those for free, right? Yeah, so it's like free as long as you made the requirements to like putting in the net of in the liquidity pool. Wow, uh, the artist is super super dope. It's uh, Ren. Rendesic is I always I always call him Ren, but uh yeah he's just was so grateful he's kind of like plugged in to some of the the Juno community with the developers and stuff and you know he offered up his time to make some super sweet NFTs for us um that are gonna kind of be like the first ever you know kind of premium super nice you know Devotional Club NFTs um you know they're kind of just like you know was about the community doing something that was bigger than themselves and bigger than just you know a couple you know, points of Netta and some money, you know, it was about growing Netta, making sure Netta was successful, bringing more people into the community. Um, you know, and it's, you know, I, I appreciate, you know, like the the love, but it's definitely like been a, 
a group effort. A lot of people in there, crypto used to his part with everything and just like everybody in there too, you know, making sure that we're all taking care of each other and, you know, finding ways we can keep doing exciting things. So it's, 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 it's just so fun to be part of a community like that where everybody's contributing and everybody's, you know, has each other's back. Dude, I love it. I, I want to like, whenever he is a, a part of a, a project coming up in the future, like I want to get behind it and, and support him, like whatever NFTs he does in the future. Cause he did some pretty good work on those, uh, um, those Devotio uh, series. So can't wait to uh, see mine and uh, I'm excited to hold it. I'm not ever going to sell that. Yeah. You know, and that's like a thing is like people there's, this is more than just monetary value to people, you know, it was like an experience. You know, and it was a group community thing that we all did together. So it's going to be, you know, obviously there's going to be people who are like, cool, NFT, I could sell it, you know. But I think there's going to be a lot of people who like hold this as like one of their most valuable and precious NFTs that they'll ever have, you know, which is super cool to see, you know. And like that's so much exposure for Ren and, you know, his brand and what he's what he does, you know, because everybody's going to remember, oh, he made the NFT. That's like my favorite NFT ever, you know. So definitely, like you said, he's going to have people that are getting behind his his up and coming projects and you know, hopefully selling them out really quick and, you know, just supporting an artist that helps support another community. That might end up being my, uh, that really might end up being my next profile picture because I've been dying for a new one. <laughs> I, I like, I like this pepe, this pepe, but, uh, I'm tired of having pizza in my mouth. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, seriously, if, if like, that's going to be like the, the new swagger of the, the cosmos, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a Devotio profile picture? Did you get the <laughs> NFT? Ooh, I don't know, man. Are you really part of the IBC gang? <laughs> but, but like, it's going to be cool. Like, if I don't, like, it's either going to be that, but honestly, if I get one of those operator social rounds NFTs, I, I, you know, I might have to just lock that up as my profile picture for life after that. You know, those are <laughs> drippy. I would not blame you. They are drippy. <laughs> Dude, and what they're doing is cool, too. Like, their whole game plan is, like, okay, how do we grow a community? How do we, like, build a brand? How do we show the community that we love them and appreciate them? And, like, their whole first series of, like, over 300 and something operators is the only way you can get them is by giveaway. Like, they're giving them all out. So, like, for the first year, I think that they're not even selling any of their NFTs. Like, you kind of got to be, like, involved and win them somehow, which I think is cool. Because it kind of like builds that brand and that community, you know, and there's, you can't really buy it. You can't just go out and buy it. You have to like earn it. I do like that, you know, like they're, they are focused entirely on delivering value and the value is the community. So why not build that? And then from there, if they want to do stuff, I mean, they have the leverage, they have the people available, they have the people that are ready to buy it. Um, especially if they haven't, if they, if they're launching exclusive NFTs and they're such a limited amount, only about 300 when people are so used to seeing like 5,000 to 10,000, I mean, whew, that's a, that's a special club to be in. I like it. Yeah. And it's just like, man, they keep coming out with these like Neta drip and raw drip. Like they look swaggy. And, uh, Eric from our team, he's on here right now, but he actually won the, uh, the giveaway for operator zero zero two so he's a lucky guy shout out eric <laughs> yeah, oh, right man he's living yeah side note I, I really just don't like these uh emojis that they changed in the twitter space app <laughs> i kind of missed the 100 and the and like the fist yeah, <laughs> yeah i missed those two i'm not gonna lie 
It's weird because half the people have the update and are sending purple hearts, and then you see some people still throwing up hundreds, and you're like, dude. Uh, oh <laughs> they might be, uh, no, you're on Android, right, Tricky? No way, dude. I don't oh, ruin group messages like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that rude. <laughs> oh, my God. That does ruin oh, that, right? savage. Turn some green. <laughs> we throwing some heat in here. Wow. I just thought you were I'm on Android. Joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Dude, I've been iPhone since like day one, man. I was probably like number three and then I switched over, but like I didn't get the first or the second one, but those were trash kind of like the battery sucked. And, like, <laughs> oh, they were terrible. Oh my God. So bad. Man, I started, I remember I started with the third one. The pixels. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Y'all remember that Retina update on the four? I was like, oh man, I can't see the pixels no more. This is so cool. <laughs> oh man, now we're over here, like number thirteen, and I'm just like, man, this like they're not doing enough to like you know make them better. But nah, they're making them more like solid. I feel like like I don't know, make the screen bigger. You know? Yeah, like I don't know. They they I don't know. Apple is kind of. I don't know, whatever. Like, we won't talk about that. But yeah, so <laughs> iPhone. Anyway. Job. But, uh, dude, it's like iPhones. I think it's nuts when you look back at some of your old phones or old anything and like just how small the screen was that we used to like yeah. deal with and how like not like low definition it was to where we are now. And we're like, dude, how do we ever even deal with this? Like, this just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get there for blockchain, too. Like, people are just going to be like, how did we never use this before? Like, it's so easy. And, like, you can, like, I don't know. It's it's going to be pretty sick. But, um, like, think about it. There's going to be a day where people are going to wonder, how did I not get on osmosis? <laughs> well, like, I mean, I think was... people are more so going to be like, man, I used to use cash. Like, what the hell? That's weird. Right. Especially the kids nowadays. They're going to be like, ugh, you still use that crap? What's a dollar like on that? <laughs> That's the shittiest meme coin there is. <laughs> we pay in Wawa's or Doge's. I don't know. I just don't know how that's going to work. Like, uh, like usage wise, like, are you going to be able to walk up to anywhere and like scan this QR code? And then that QR code's like connected to something like Handshake, where it's like that that like kind of routes it where wherever the like the scanner came from like the scanner tells it like i'm a i'm a cosmos wallet so then like it sends a message to handshake and handshakes all right like okay amc theater get your get your cosmos wallet out and then basically it'll say okay what coin do you want to pay in and we select wawa and then like buy our movie tickets or like how, how does that really work like mainstream has anybody ever thought about that or like what it looks like to a regular consumer dude i feel like what's going to happen is there's going to be all these tokens like we're not going to get away from all these different tokens it's just something that we're going to have to deal with but what's going to happen is like our wallet is going to be able to like sense the best exchange rate or whatever wherever we're going to spend or do whatever at and it's just going to happen automatically because like you never know we might be going to a place that's like hey if you pay in wawa we'll give you a 10 percent discount so like our wallet will be able to see that and be like, ooh, it's actually like more benefit, like cheaper for us to pay in Wawa than Osmo. So we're gonna pay with Osmo with, with Wawa. Um, so I think like it's you know just like with the phone stuff, like so all that's gonna be happening in the background. Like we're not gonna know a single thing of what's going on. We're just gonna know like okay, I have money and I have to pay. Boop. 
Apple Pay. Here we go. <laughs> Apple Crypto. <laughs> I know they're going to have something. I wonder what they're going to call it. The iCrypto wallet or some shit like that. Dude, it's going to be nuts because they literally just have to turn on like some UI stuff to have a crypto wallet in Apple Pay. That's all they have to do. Yeah, it's and then just plug into the, the protocol, basically, and then everything's just kind of like, they don't have to maintain it at all. That's, that's crazy. That's like what Jack Muller used to always say, like in his interviews, about like why he has a leg up on, you know, Square and, you know, all these other businesses, because his product, like, is getting upgraded every day for free. You know, like Bitcoin is always improving and there's people working on it and he doesn't have to do that. It's a product that's just out there for everybody to use and he's leveraging that. You know, I think it's like a smart way to look at it and that's going to be like big for businesses. Like who starts to leverage this stuff first? I think that's an important like point to be made too because like people don't really see, like four years ago, three years ago, I was buying crypto and I had no idea how it was going to be used. And then I started seeing like DEXs come out. I started seeing NFTs come out. And I started to understand it a little bit more. And I think people nowadays are still confused about like where this is going and what it's going to look like. So I, that, I like to talk about that kind of stuff so that it just maybe somebody's in the crowd and thinking like, oh, yeah, he's right. Like we need to build something like that. And then they're going to go and build it, you know. So um, that's why I like to think about those things is like, what does it look like and how do we get there? And then, you know, who's going to build that? Yeah, it's nice to be a dreamer, you know, and not have to worry about uh, building this stuff. So I know it's super hard. Yeah. It's super fun, you know, to see that come to life. But, you know, we can sit here and just like dream. Oh, it'd be so cool to see that, you know. And some people are like, dude, that's that's possible. But, man, I'll have to take a, some, a lot of cups of coffee to make that happen. But, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, hey, it's, hey, hey, what's uh, up, boy? it's a talent. What's up, Gaines? Gains. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm finally out of work. Gains. Happy, happy to be here. Finally I mean, let you finally, out. Bro, huh? Finally. I've been holding all the crypto in, dude. I'm just going to let it all out. I'm going to let it all out. Spurge. Dude, like, let it out. Today, like, on Twitter, <laughs> everyone keeps posting about it. Like Today's a, a very memorable day on the 18th uh, last year, right? For everybody that got the osmosis drop. I mean, like, yes. how did you yes. guys feel when you guys got that osmosis? Did you even know really what it was all about? Or did you just, like, look in your wallet and you're like, whoa, what the heck? What is this? You know, how was that day? I remember I remember looking on, like, January on Reddit, and it was like, make sure your your stuff is staked on in Kepler. Or, and I didn't know what Kepler was, but mine, I knew mine was staked on chain, so... I remember reading that and then just being like, yes, I'm, I'm good. But if I would have read a little bit more, I would have knew to redelegate to, um, what is it? Sis, what is it called? Sika. Sika. I was going to say Sisla, but <laughs> that's the wrong <laughs> Sika. So yeah, I should have redelegated, but to get some ion, but it's okay. But yeah, yeah it was, I had, mine on, um, I had mine on Exodus or at least I was staying. So like, that was as close as I personally got to like non-custodial um, staking, and then once I got on Kepler, eventually I, de I decided to redelegate. But by that point, I mean I already got my Osmo. Um, I think I did, I think I got the same thing on Reddit um, as Clay. 
or I just saw people saying, like, make sure it's delegated somewhere else. And I was like, well, I wasn't going for Coinbase's 5%. Um, if I can easily get, you know, 10 to 14 easily just by moving it, I'm going to move it. <laughs> Back then, it was only 7. And I remember asking him, I was like, is it really worth the risk of, of having to, uh, of the extra 2 extra percent? Because like with Coinbase, you know, it's liquid. You can move it at any time and sell it if you want to. But on chain, it's staked for 21 days. So that's where I was like, is it worth the risk? And everybody was like, do it, you pussy. You know what I mean? And like, I was like, all right, I'll keep it on there. And I was, you know, the the financial advisor in me was like, you need to get that extra 2% compounded, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Man. Crypto Mesa, I was like in the same boat. Like I had, you know, I thought I was, just, you know, a crypto OG because I had my Exodus wallet and that's where I kept, you know, most of my stuff. You know, I was not keeping it on exchanges, you know, and then the osmosis airdrop happened and I couldn't use my Exodus wallet for it. And I remember that was a big thing. I was like, do I need to get it out of the Exodus wallet to get this airdrop? Like, oh no, I don't want to miss out, you know, and then down the road, airdrop comes, you know, you figure out there's this beautiful thing called Kepler and it's just like no looking back from there. Like, you know, I feel like Exodus is a really good, you know, UX, but, you know, everything in Cosmos and just Kepler especially, like, blows every, all the competition out of the water. It just makes it so easy to, for everybody to use. The barrier to entry is so low, and it's just, like, a seamless experience. So I'm so fortunate we have that. I like that it allows you to vote easily, easily, um, because Ledger Live, it didn't have an interface to... to uh that's where mine was and it didn't have an interface to vote and i remember thinking i was like can't you vote using adam and i was like ah, it's probably not worth it <laughs> and uh yeah it turned out to be pretty worth it to to put in a few votes there so i definitely and i would have if ledger live had some kind of but they don't really like adam because like ledger live whenever you the like okay so like if you send adam to ledger live and you can stake it, right? And that's what I did. But um, as soon as you use that wallet address for an IBC transaction, your wallet in Ledger Live will no longer work. And it's like forever frozen at where you had that IBC transaction. And like I made a ticket with Ledger Live and they were like, yeah, this is just a known issue and we don't really give a fuck. And I was like, man, they need to fix this. And, uh, they keep coming out with updates for Polkadot rather than Cosmos. So I, I'm pretty sure like Polkadot is paying them and like Cosmos is not. So they're just like, screw it. We're not going to put in like, I, like I would love to see my Osmosis and my Juno and stars, but, and like you said, Kepler is light years away from uh, any other wallet out there, dude. And I don't know, because I haven't tried Cosmos Station, and I know someone's going to come up here and be like, you need to talk about Cosmos Station. But I just, Kepler stole my heart, and I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I'm not sorry. Hey, hey guys, what's up? What up, Mayor? What's hey, going on? I can sneak in here for a little bit. Um, I heard you guys talking about uh, some of the 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 three three headed dog airdrop and the, yeah what do you know i don't know that much about it i was i was looking at it um looks like they uh i i saw the 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 wawa um they're they're doing they're doing a game the wawa dow i saw oh yeah the browser game yeah 
Yeah. But wasn't it just where like you jump over trees or some shit? Yeah, like, but they're doing they're doing a giveaway <laughs> this weekend. I think they're doing a give Wawa giveaway this weekend. I thought, but um, I want like yeah. a Spyro Dragon type game for Wawa. Like you're just like running around as a little Chihuahua and like a three D <laughs> thing, like doing yeah. dumb stuff. But hey, that I wanted cool. I want to just want to chime in. You know, if you guys get a chance, try to watch that um, Splitting Atoms with Crypto Cito. He he interviewed. Um, oh, I did, bro. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Did you hear what Jackie said about merge mining Adam with Bitcoin? I didn't get through. I didn't get through it all. Like it's what over. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, like yeah. That. This is. It's like halfway through, man, and he's like, he's like, well, maybe we can remove the bonding unbonding periods for staking mm-hmm. if we merge mine Adam with Bitcoin. So I was like, <laughs> what the hell, dude? Like. That would be nuts. Yeah, he he's got it's 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 a, it, for anyone who hasn't watched it, it's Cryptocito's uh, video called Splitting Atoms, episode four. Just came out with Zachy and Jack, and um, it's just great to listen to those guys because it's like they're just thinking like one, two, three, you know, two years ahead, you know, and it's like they're it's 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 about decentralization, and, and they're they're just really committed to to you know Cosmos say, staying decentralized. Um, and I don't know if you guys heard the news, um, Satoshi Stacker, another YouTube influencer put out a video, um, talking about the, um, Binance smart chain is going to do a merge and they're going to merge, um, the beat their two chains. They're, they're trying to do an upgrade to try to become more decentralized. Like right now, Binance is only running like 20 validators. So they're going to try to take their um, new chain up to like 45 validators or something like that. I don't know if you guys heard any of that news. I did not, but it sounds like they're heading in a good direction and yeah, get themselves ready for some IBC stuff. Maybe. And Zachy, Zachy and Jack were even addressing that because they were talking about like in the beginning, you know, they weren't sure if, you know, like they were running some uh, simulations. They were like, you know, we weren't, we didn't even know if like, you know, like the cosmos would end up like with the top five validators would end up with like, you know, 90%, you know, and it's like, you know, if you, you know, Binance still is the number one validator, you know, and the, and the goal is to try to, you know, delegate to those validators that are not within the, um, the top 10 or, or, or delegate to the, you know, nine, eight, nine, eight, nine, 10, 11, you know, because you want to distribute the, the staking and you want to, you want the, the network to be more decentralized. So Zach, Zachy goes into that a little bit in that, um, splitting atoms episode with, uh, crypto it, It's great. I, I'd highly recommend it. I mean, if you really just want to understand cosmos more, it's just, it's the best way to do it is just listen, listen to those guys just because they, they were there from the beginning and, and, and they know the vision. So, yeah, Zaki and whenever I hear Zaki and Jack speak, I love it because, like, like you said, they've been there forever. They understand the vision, and then they can just break things down so easily and so digestible that you're like, you know, it doesn't matter how complex the the topic is. Like, they make you understand it and feel like you're on the same level as them. So I yeah. love watching all the videos that they they put out, and whenever they're hopping in spaces and talking, or you know, just yeah. connecting with the community. Yeah, and I also wanted um, a little bit of news I caught earlier today. Um, like, I I think the SEC like served Doquan again a second time, and because he 
originally they served him like a year with some papers a year ago and he kind and he he sued him back he sued the sec back saying they didn't serve him correctly and because they it's i guess it's it should it's not supposed to be done publicly it has to be done somewhat privately i don't know i need to go back and read the article but um i think there i don't know it's there there's something going on because you guys know that supposedly there's supposed to be an executive order coming out like next week from the white house about um crypto and there's something going on with stable coins i don't know if they're going after ust or what but it's going to be interesting. Whenever that executive order comes out, I think we'll know a little bit more of what's going on. Um, I, I'm not concerned about Terra, but it's it's just for some reason they're messing with um, they're messing with with Doquan for some reason. I don't know, but yeah, I think I might be wrong, but I think the, uh, the executive order kind of came out, and all the executive order was at the moment was directing like certain departments to research cryptocurrencies. So it was just all smoke and mirrors. Did it come out today? Do you know? I think so. I could be 100% wrong, though. It could have been okay. just like a like a guess of what it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed yeah. to be next week, like that it's officially coming out. But yeah, it, I part, don't know. Part of there. it is, is they're, they're, they want to set up more committees to investigate um, a central bank digital court. A central CBDC, central bank digital currency. That's part of it. But the other part of it is, like, is it going to have any really direction on which way they're going to go with regulation. So it's all still up in the air right now. Dude, I think the first big regulate like regulatory move we see is like things like circle is going to have to be registered as a bank. And then mm-hmm. things like tether, like they're going to be given the option, Hey, you have to register as a bank, but Oh, guess what? You guys have already screwed yourselves and there's no way we'd ever let you. So then they kind of are going to be kind of on the outside looking in. It's going to be an interesting situation because tether is like so still so used. And they just have like a foothold, you know, no matter what what's going on with them, like they're out there and there's things that are relying on USDT, a lot of trading. Um, yeah. So that, I think, I think it's going to be interesting just once that executive order comes out, just to see which way they're going, because stable coins, it, it, I mean, it's, it's a big part of the future. And, you know, obviously, you know, with Circle and, and USDC, they are trying, they want to be the number one in, in the, um, North America. Um, but it, it's just going to be interesting. Just, yeah. So anyways, I'm probably going to step back down here cause I'm, I'm, uh, on the clock, but, uh, good, good to chat with you guys. Always good chatting mayor. Thanks for coming up, man. What's up mayor. The legend. If there's anybody else out there in the crowd that wants to come up and talk, have the mic, share anything, ask any questions, don't be afraid to request. We'll give you the stage. I'm going to promise we're nice. I think, uh, um, what did you do with the coins? Did you immediately like, uh, just stake them or did you just hold them in your wallet or what'd you do with them? Uh, you broke up for the first part. What can you repeat that real quick? Yeah, yeah. When you got the osmosis airdrop last year, um, what did you end up doing with them right away? Did you just hold them in your wallet for a while, or did you stake them? Well, I did the little game <laughs> so that I could make sure I get all my osmo. Um, ah. But then, like, I'm a staker. Like, up until that point, I didn't really mess around with very much uh, LPing. So, you know, I did do a little just because I was like, oh, okay, this, I have to do this, and this seems like cool, and it makes me money, makes me more osmo. 
Um, but I was just like more set on staking because I just, but that was like, for me, what I wanted to do, I was like, I want to help secure the network. You know, like I got this Osmo by staking Adam, you know, what could couldn't be next by doing this. Um, but then eventually as I like paid more attention and got more into it, it was like, whoa, what am I doing? I have to LP. Um, but it was definitely like a progression. It wasn't like a full on to gen mode from the beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. I went yeah. the opposite way. I started LPing, and then, and then I started staking a little bit later when I was like, you know, at a certain point, the AP, the, the APR um, for some of the LPs that I was in at the time didn't make sense, didn't justify me just con- continually to compound into the LPs. And so when I saw the API, the, AP, the APR change to make more sense to start staking, then I just took my rewards and started putting that into staking. For me... That's been my strategy as of late. I have a lot of Osmo in LPs, and then the rewards I just stake them. Interesting. How 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 big were the rewards back back in the day? You remember? <laughs> I remember stands, bro. Three at least three hundred percent, at least substantial. Oh, <laughs> That's all I gotta say. So you can you can so you can make your allocation back. Let's say you LP your whole thingy. You could get you can get the exact same amount of Osmo that you got in the Genesis in a short amount of time with with the LP rewards. And you could have just staked that and just and then compounded your LP rewards later on if you had just chosen to do that. That's the way I personally looked at it because the the distribution favors LPs. Um, and at the time, there were there, there wasn't such a let's say a dilution of um, rewards, um, so it was pretty it was pretty a simple choice for me at that time to just go LP and then later on start staking a little bit because yes, I value staking too. But once the dilution started kicking in, once there were more pools, and once people started voting yes for every single one, which is something that's being discussed, you know, in the in the osmosis governance um then it started making more sense to say like hey you know it, the the apr for alpine doesn't justify me just compounding it so i'm going to start staking it um and so playing playing that little game over time you know seeing what justifies compounding versus just um staking it fine balance to find yeah, hindsight twenty twenty. You know, she went all in on LP, but you live and you learn. <laughs> yeah, those were those were some nice days, and I remember some people just just you know they were the, the first ones like in pools. You know, especially as they started creating new pools, you put your LP in there before it's kind of even created, and that first day it's just like insane because nobody. <laughs> Did the deck look um much different than what it looks like now when it first came out? Tricky. It's exactly the same. Like I think they've added like <clears throat> the vote thing on the front page of the uh, Osmosis app, and maybe one or two things, maybe some changes with like Wasmington and those things. But they've had this killer UX from the beginning. That's what's insane. You know, obviously they've made little improvements here and there, but for the main main part, it's been the same same thing since we since it launched. I think. Yeah, I co-signed that because I yeah from Genesis it was. It looks pretty much exactly the same. Nothing fundamentally changed in the UX. It's again just those minor improvements. Maybe a change to the uh, to the background slightly. Yeah. Um, that's it. 
it's been smooth from day one. And I mean, when I got on that, I didn't want like I used Uniswap, I used other I used other DEXs. Um, I think even up until that time, I was I was using Avalanche a little bit, and I was like, I just felt first of all like what Clay was mentioning and what you guys were mentioning before with uh, with Kepler, so smooth, so easy to use. I'm like, damn. And then I get then I get onto then I get into Osmosis DEX, and I'm like, yo, this is so easy. What? And that that that's what did it for me. I'm like, no, nah, this is. If if we're building stuff like this, that is also very easy to use, I'm on this. I'm I'm sticking with this. And then soon enough, the rabbit hole continued. More airdrops started coming through, and I just started buying more Atom. And then I mean, the rest is history. I'm I'm not trying to like you know talk bad older folks nowadays, but like my coworker, um, I'm pretty proud of him because he's a he's at least around 50 years old and i taught him how to use osmosis decks man and if somebody can do it at that age that doesn't have that much you know skills in crypto anybody anybody can really learn how to use his decks it's it's that easy to use i, I love it i was using up through the entry low yeah i was just wondering like because i'm pretty new to osmosis I i started using it like a few months ago so I was just wondering if a lot of things have been improved since then. But since you guys just mentioned that not, not a whole lot has changed, it means that it's working. And it means that a lot of people are, you know, liking the current user interface for it. I'm just wondering at like what point are we going to see some massive improvements like maybe order books or, you know, uh, you know, some functions like that would be kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. You know, I I feel like order books is something that they're going to implement eventually, but it just right now, I think that like, it's just not like on their priority list because there's so many other things they're trying to do and it fits the, it does what it's supposed to do right now. Um, but yeah, order books are definitely a thing that people want, especially in, in decentralized exchanges. That's like the only reason why people will go to a centralized exchange. It's for that reason. Liquid staking is coming out really soon. I know they they said they're like heavily focused on that primarily right now. So, are you guys gonna uh, liquid stake all of your Osmo and the Atom Osmo pool or um, super, super fluid staking? Yeah, my bad. That's where I've been putting all my like new. So I I still of course do my stars, but uh, then I'm still I've been starting to put more in the Osmo Atom pool to get ready for that. Because they said that that's going to be like the first pool for a while, kind of like the beta test test run. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to try that out. Yeah, that's where most of my Osmo is, so I'm I'm happy about that. Oh yeah, lots of uh, LPers happy about that. I think it's going to be cool too. Like, just there's going to be more Osmo that can get involved in more places, you know. So it's just it's just good for everybody on all ends, you know, it's just, you can't lose. Cause if you were staking and you weren't getting the best rewards, well now you can do both on LP and get more rewards. You're already LP. Well, guess what? Now you can get on some staking rewards and also help secure the network, you know, possibly even get in on some more airdrops now. So it's, it's really cool. Guys. What about this idea that, um, one of my friends just, just talked to me about, he's like, you know, dude, it takes 30 days to, um, you know, undelegate your, your stake. What if, um, you could speed that up by paying a premium based on your weight for your how much you're delegating. Has anybody seen some sort of like function like that anywhere else where let's just say you want to unstake um, and to speed things up, 
like you know 15 days um you'll pay a fee but it'll be based on how many tokens you have staked you know has anybody seen anything like that so i've seen i I wouldn't say i've seen the exact that exact function but i've seen something simulated like that in in a let's say in a DeFi environment on avalanche Mm -hmm. what the protocol did was whenever you earn rewards for let's say uh providing lp lp tokens to the thingy which is basically an auto compounder there let's say the tokens you earn as part of the 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 high apy those tokens would be locked naturally they they go to a locked pool where they get they get um they get rewards put on top of it now if you want access to those if you don't want to have it sit in that vault let's say you can withdraw it at a 50% penalty and it's liquid, you can go sell it, but it's at a 50% penalty. So let's say you earn, let's say five of these tokens after, let's say LPing $2,000 worth of stuff. Maybe this, maybe these tokens are worth $100 each. Just throwing a random number out there. If you want to immediately access your rewards and not have to wait the, let's say the, the, the period for, let's say unbonding so that it's liquid, you'd have to pay $250 at that evaluation to then be able to sell it for to sell the rest of it or do whatever it is you want to do with it. That is the closest thing I've seen to that. Um, Mm -hmm. People were pretty adamant to do that um, because, you know, price fluctuations, people are impatient, all that kind of stuff, their faith in the project and whatnot. But that's the closest thing I've seen to that. And I think for that to happen, it's going to require people to make, you know, it will, it will force people to make some tough decisions if you're going to have a penalty that high. Right. I'm just saying, like, basically, you know how you have a 401k and you're not allowed to withdraw it when your retirement age is up or, you know, is almost there. You know, why can't we have that for, you know, when we stick our coins? Even though it is going to be a penalty, if you need those assets, you need those assets now. You know what I mean? So if you get in a really, really big pinch, there should be a there should be a way to get those funds back, even if it's going to be at a loss, uh, not a substantial loss, but you know, kind of painful. Right. What I so what I think about, um, like one, like let's say a fifty percent penalty on whatever you're putting in is pretty harsh, especially if we're talking about staked assets. Yeah. Um, especially in, in the cosmos. Now, if there's, let's say, a 5% penalty on whatever it is you're unbound, unbonding, so let's say you want to you wanna, uh, unbond or undelegate 100 June or 100 Atom, it's going to cost you 5 Atom to do that immediately or 5 Juno to do that immediately. I think, it's, I think that would be a painful enough uh, penalty that, yeah, you're going to feel it, but also, if you really need liquidity, if you really need liquid assets that much, you're gonna you're gonna happily take that. And what you can and what could what could end up happening is that five in that five percent penalty gets redistributed to the delegators, stakers, mm-hmm. the community, all that kind of stuff. That would be great if that would happen, right? So I think I think I think it's I, I generally think it's a good idea because, like you're saying, some people just need their money now. Um, some people maybe over leveraged themselves and bought too much of something with money they probably should have put somewhere else. 
um, going against the traditional non-financial advice, only invest what you're willing to lose. But, you know, at the same time, I think it is something worth considering. I think that the design of, of the cosmos and the design of all these assets, you know, that there's an unbonding period for you to have a liquid asset again so that the the pools, the, the networks remain secure, that I think it's natural that if someone wants liquid access, that they have an option to get that um, in a way that works for everyone. So I think the next step with that, I mean, it's a, I think it's, per, I personally think it's a good idea. I think it's just needs to be talked about more and then get to a stage where you can start proposing that to governance. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised that it hasn't been talked about in any of the spaces I've been in. And me and my friend were just having a casual chat about it because we were just talking about like 401k investments and this and that. And then it, we got into crypto and we're like, yeah, why doesn't crypto have that sort of feature? You know, what if you really need the funds and you cannot wait 30 days? And we even talked about saying like, if you do get a, if you do get charged or a penalty, you know, that validator would be able to collect the penalty. You know, the validator will be able to collect the penalty because you don't want all you don't want everybody to start doing it. And that validator is just going to go down the list really quick. But if they actually get the fee, that would be that would be kind of cool. But I, obviously, this is just this is just our our idea, and it's just you know something we want to talk about. Yeah, I, I like the idea. I think it's definitely worth talking about a lot more and raising it to other people. I mean, like you're saying in in the in the physical world, when with with four hundred one ks, there's a penalty for for liquidity um when you're not supposed to when it's designed to you know set you up for later in many other spaces that exist but here you're locked in in a way that there's just no escape and i think it's useful to you know if we're going to model a lot of things and improve on them from the physical world in this digital space mm-hmm. why not take that aspect and bring it here as well mm-hmm. yeah like who who came up with 30 days right like <laughs> Like there's right. somebody say, yeah, we're doing it 30 days. Everyone's doing it 30 days. So let's just do it 30 days. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So it, it's definitely worth reconsidering. It's also worth, you know, bringing up that, that, that period, you know, like if it's 28 days, 14 days, seven days, whatever it may be like challenging that, you know, do we mm-hmm. need it to be this? Is it that, is that the most effective time to let's say secure the network and incentivize everyone to remain in their positions is there a threshold where it's too much where people may not necessarily participate in securing the network because that period to get your assets back is way too long and there's no alternative Mm -hmm. so yeah it's worth it's worth having these conversations um and bringing that up because while i personally love the design um of having having assets being completely locked and having you to um really think about the decisions you're about to make um, on a personal level. Do you really want your assets locked in for 21 days? Right. Um, and really know why you're going to do it if that's the case. Um, I like that kind of decision making, but you know, there for every person like me out there, there's a hundred others that are like, Oh, let me just, let me just take it. It's good for the network. Oh wait, it's 21 days or it's 28 days. And you know, they don't read the thingy and then they want their assets back. And so better to give someone what they want and, you know, let's say make them pay for it um, immediately with the result that they want, then not give it to them at all. Something along those lines. 
Exactly. Well said, Muse. Appreciate you bringing that up. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a two-part IBC Gang Lounge recorded on Friday, February 18th, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. Terraspaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Waking up like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and heard racist yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show Staring at the fucking rig roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Merc's gonna cash cow country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden Trying to be so full Spitting that molten Lava from the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle And offer it to the god who hit the gas full throttle Blasting off in a rocket The many people who will, will see things happen to them That are in their favor So someone's looking over me That's a, that's a fascinating phenomenon When that happens And analyze those situations, what you find is, is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability. Stitching these writings, living that life like, who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks. Looking at the rectangles, damn they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here. Cutting off heads just to bring cheer Getting all fired up, Tiger King, line them up When you give an arm and a leg just to try the junk On some first time buyer's luck Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch And put your hands up if you fuck this year And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare And put your mask on just to go outside Looking at the planet about to downsize So climate change will not make Earth Basically, every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization. Ten spaces.